Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. It's been a long time since you heard from me, at least a week, but I have not been wasting my time. I've basically just been biding and waiting for the right moment to do this podcast. I had several different guests try to be on and partly for my reason of not reciprocating the time and when we should get together or should we record in person or should we record online partly their fault for basically doing the same thing not messaging me or reminding me and not being able to figure out exactly how or where we should record the podcast it just didn't happen and it seemed as though fate has conspired to make it that i thomas sutherland would be doing a 33rd podcast on my own it's just been too long and i'm feeling really good i got a lot to say and actually i had a topic list for this podcast but what's the point of doing that when i got so much good stuff on my mind already i mean yes we'll touch on the subjects i had but i'm not going to lay them out and line them up for you i'm simply just going to say enjoy the ride <laughs> so first of all i want to say i uh, hope everybody's been having a good life <clears throat> especially since we've been gone uh, like i said it's been a couple weeks and things have been up and down actually really good but um definitely a grind Uh, i think that's probably the best way to put it for myself definitely good but it's been a grind i don't know if you can hear the difference in the audio quality but i'm actually outside in my back porch right now just smoking listening to music and like i said just really feeling myself so here we go So the first thing I want to touch on today actually is frequencies of the universe. Lately I've been looking into different hertz of uh, music and sound. I recently spoke with a producer friend of mine who has his own studio and he was telling me that things like the 44 hertz are usually the best to keep music at and what people's brains resonate with best when it comes to listening to music. And according to some research I've done online, which I somewhat put faith in and half of me totally disbelieves. (laughs) The 440 hertz, they say, is supposed to be like the most zombified, droning frequency of the universe. It's supposed to put you in a zombie state. But what people don't understand is a zombie state is not always bad. And I think it depends on who you are. And I don't even know if that's necessarily true. Okay, if you're putting the most beautiful, soulful music at 44 hertz, I really don't know if it's going to matter what frequency it's at. I think your mind and your spirit are going to be enriched by that beautiful music and sounds no matter what. Now, I've also heard that the 432 hertz and 420 hertz, which are very close to 440 hertz, are the frequencies that open your brain better or put you in more of a state that is in tune with the universe maybe that's true and maybe the fact that it's so close to 440 hertz is what makes a difference that it's not the same but it's also not totally different like a 528 going from 440 to 528 that's almost 100 hertz and not that i know much about all these frequencies and the difference between these sound uh differences but i do know that the music i listen to is most of the music that any of you listen to. I listen to Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud. Um, I mean, I use the apps that most everyone in this day and age of 2019 uses. So I don't feel like, <laughs> I feel like if I'm not suffering too much, you probably aren't either. But maybe I'm just not in tune with the universe. And some people would say so. I actually got into it with some people online about a meme I posted, which I didn't create. I don't know who created the meme. As many memes online, they get posted somewhere and then... If they're really good, they get shared about online, sometimes not to the creator's knowledge, which is unfortunate, by the way, and why I believe in tagging. Even when I take a picture, even if it's of a beautiful model on Instagram or like I just want to save a picture of something for some reason, I always try to get the watermark in there. And that's because 
I just want to be able to remember who that is and where to get more of. I don't understand this culture of let's get one and done, like the one night stand culture, or like I said, the one and done culture. I don't like that. If something's good, keep coming back to it. That's the whole point of news sources. And that's why in this day and age, we don't have good news sources because people, once again, are about that one and done culture. Back in the day, if you were a good reporter, you had to have sources. You had to keep them on the down low and keep their secrets and not even mention their name or anything about them. That's hard to do now. I mean, partly not to our own as people's fault. I mean, technology and just the fact that we have more people in the world today makes it harder to keep secrets and to keep things out of the realm of uh, public knowledge. But the point is, is that this whole thing of, oh, I'm going to see a beautiful picture of a girl, like it on Facebook, share it and then forget about it. I just I'm not a fan of that coming from someone who uh, was raised in a time where you might not be able to find that good stuff again if you didn't have a good credit mark or a good watermark or some kind of tracing mechanism to tell you where to get it. So anyway, I forgot exactly how I got off on this tangent, but give love to watermarks and creators, especially people that create art for uh, the love of it. I have a lot of friends on Facebook who are basically just DJs who make music and put a lot of it out for free. I myself, I mean, I put out my stuff for free, my podcast now, totally free. Before I did this episode, I mean, it's been in effect for the last week. I took all commercials and paid uh, segments off of my podcast. So anything you hear on the Pals in Your Pocket podcast is truly and in always for the love of the podcast and the love of the listener. So I really hope you enjoy what I'm putting out. And if so, definitely give us a like or a comment. Follow me. You know all my tags by now <laughs> at THC High Five. Thomas uh, Sutherland. I no longer go by Skywalker. I'm sure if you look that up, you'll find some things because uh, I kind of claimed it as my own, but I really just go by TJ Cush, Thomas Sutherland, and at THC High Five now. So I hope you enjoy what I'm putting out. I really enjoy doing this. As you can see, I'm just sitting here in my backyard on a windy day and uh, birds singing, cars passing by, people having conversation in the distance. It's just a beautiful day to be alive. And it's important to remember that. I try to do it daily. <laughs> it's a good day to be alive. So anyway, back on the frequencies of the universe. I actually, when I started this topic, I was thinking more along the lines of quantum physics. And quantum physics, they say that if you look at material items, even street lights or like the brick walls around me, they resonate at a certain frequency. And according to some sciences, some would call it magic. Some people say that if you play a sound at a certain harmonics, like a, at a certain frequency, which means it's not going to be probably the most pleasant sound. It's not going to be very musical. But if you can figure out the frequency that a brick wall resonates at, you could literally move the materials the on a quantum level on a molecular level you could move the brick around with the music now i don't understand how that works i don't think anyone in the world at least not that we know of uh publicly knows how that could be done but it is theoretical and i mean it's possible some people say that's how the pyramids were made that's how they got the stones of the pyramid to be so perfect in shape and uh the way they line up with north, east, south, and west, the cardinal directions, uh, the way they're so closely fit together to where you can't even fit a credit card through them, 
uh, anywhere in the pyramid. These are all things, obviously, that are rumors. I've never myself been to the pyramids, but I've heard enough people say them and enough documentaries document it that I'm liable to believe it. Anyway, some people say that Egyptians had this um, amazing technology of using sound, using, like I said, harmonics to manipulate material matter. Now, I don't know if that's necessarily true. I think it's a really cool idea, whether it's true or not. So if you know anything about that, definitely uh, start a topic up in the Pals in Your Pocket page on Facebook. I would love that. We are back up on the Facebook now. Unfortunately, when I get um, banned, which I did get banned for a week recently, knock on wood, fight that ban hammer, man. Um, when I get banned for a week, obviously there's no activity on the pages. Uh, you can go to our Twitter pals in your pocket, as in the letter N, not in, but pals the letter N, your pocket. Uh, I'm almost never banned on there, thankfully. So, yeah. You could always find what we're about. Anyway, it'd be interesting to see if we come up with some kind of technology using sound or maybe even like a silent sound, like a dog whistle sort of that would allow us to manipulate material matter. Imagine if instead of using uh, the jaws of life that firefighters do to get people out of seemingly inescapable car crashes. Imagine if we could just take some sort of LRAD device that the military had created to quell protesters and for generally, uh, I'm not gonna say negative purposes, but I'm gonna say an LRAD device for the most part is used against people who are peaceful because that's the only way they can disperse a peaceful protest is by using a non-lethal weapon. But anyway, imagine if we could take something that's just... The whole idea of it to me sounds evil. It just sounds wrong. Anyway, imagine if we could take a device that was made for generally evil purposes and use it to create great things. Imagine <laughs> imagine a military Hummer coming up to a car crash and it starts playing this frequency and all of a sudden the car that someone's trapped in just suddenly like comes apart slowly and the person's not hurt at all or anything in fact maybe we could even manipulate it so that if the car is unfortunately um pinning them in a certain way we could actually unfold it to where they won't be hurt by it it's not just uh sort of randomly manipulating the materials because sometimes that can get you into more trouble if someone's got a steel pole stuck into them and you f unfold that in a certain way it's going to scrape the fuck out of their body and they're going to be hurt so Interesting idea. I'd like to see that happen in the future, hopefully the near future, but I suppose you'd have to be pretty hopeful to believe something like that's going to come around. <laughs> anyway, the other thing I wanted to talk about on this podcast was Anon. I myself, I actually have beef with Anon sometimes because the Anon identity, or and if you don't know what the Anon identity is, it's anonymous. I've talked about it here on the podcast before. Anonymous is an idea that if you give people a mask, they're going to more often tell the truth than if you had to make them go by their identity. And some people use this for good. Some people use this for bad, just like all things on the Internet. Some people use it for neither good nor bad. I know people that went by anonymous that weren't even really anonymous or doing anything necessarily politically or socially activist worthy of any kind of anonymous name or notability in my opinion uh they just used it as a way to disguise their identity which 
again, I have my own beef with that just because if you want to know what Thomas is about, if you ever want to know what I've said, it's out there. My Twitter has been around forever. Everything I believe in, I put my name behind, and I feel like more people should be made to do that. Once again, I feel like we're in a culture where accountability is becoming less and less important, or at least less and less implemented, and I don't like it. People bitch about politicians all the time and how they just get away with things. Meanwhile, they're on the internet saying a bunch of stupid, dumb shit that they've never researched or even read an article about, and they don't have to answer for it. I'm not a fan of that. Anyway, Anon has its uses and its non-uses, but I will put out there, if you follow anyone that's anonymous, as someone who's been following their work and actually communicated with them at times, never actually run operations or... Well, I wouldn't say never run operations. I run operations like when we were going to Iran or going to war with Iran initially, I would put out things online that posted um, facts and articles that we shouldn't be doing that th- that kind of thing. But I'd call that a far cry from actually <clears throat> running or helping conduct operations, especially the kind of that high-level anonymous people do. I think if you're an anonymous person, I would support most of what you do unless you've looked online and you already see I don't support what you do. Open borders, definitely not something I support. And that's something Anonymous has been known to support. In the past, I've been a fan of it. In the past, I've thought maybe it would be a good thing. But because of recent economics, recent events happening in the news that we've heard about where illegal immigrants are doing all kinds of terrible criminal acts, violent, evil criminal acts, and just getting away with it time and time again, both through the court system the police and through our basically social justice system i don't like that and i want to change it and i do what i can to change it in other countries if you're a pedophile if you're a serial murderer rapist they kill you they don't call the cops the the neighborhood comes out and they literally beat the fuck out of you till you're dead and everybody watches it happen in america we don't do that because we're tolerant and we try to practice non-violence but i'll tell you right now I don't, in other countries, I don't put up with illegal immigrants. These people pushing open borders, these people advocating open borders, they don't have open borders in Mexico. If you sneak illegally into Mexico from South America, you'll most likely be killed, if not worse. So I don't have any pity or sympathy or mercy for illegal immigrants, whether they be Mexican, South American, African, European, Japanese, Russian. Shit, I don't give a fuck if they're fucking Icelandic and they could be the next world power lifter. Get the fuck out of my country if you're making it worse. Or if you're here illegally. And yeah, America is my country. I claim it as my own. And that's what we should all do here as Americans. Plenty of Mexican-Americans that fight against illegal immigration. And those are my true brothers and sisters. The people coming here to fuck it up, the people allowing people to come here to fuck it up, you're not my brother. You're not my sister. You're an enemy. You might be domestic, but just like any military member, I fight against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Anyway, I'm not trying to get too crazy or passionate about illegal immigration. You know how I feel about it. If you want to know more, look online. (laughs) And yeah, I understand. It sucks. People shouldn't have to suffer when they want to just work or they're trying to make a better life for their family. That's what I'm trying to go out and do every day. But guess what? Life's not fair. I didn't start the fire. I tried to fight it, but I didn't light it. (laughs) Anyway, unfortunately, we all have to do things we don't feel like we should have to do. I don't like being a tribalistic species all the time. 
that's just sort of slaves to our biology, but it is what it is, my friends. I do the best with what I can. And you all know, you all know some of the issues you're fighting for ain't right. I'll tell you right now, I don't want war with Iran, but truly in my heart, if America did go to war with Iran, it wouldn't be on the top of my priority list to try and go and protest about. I'm sorry. I feel like Iran, they're run terribly by the leadership, and maybe it would be best to leave them alone, but if it would make my country a little better and maybe it'd make it easier for some beautiful Iranian people, maybe they'd be female or male, and maybe they're not even beautiful. Maybe they're just hardworking and much like the Mexican-Americans here that I said were my brothers and sisters, they're just trying to make a better life for their family and work hard. If it makes it easier for them to come here or makes it easier for them to live in their country that America go over there and put a few innocent civilian lives at the cost, I feel like it'd be worth it. Anyway, we're putting a bunch of innocent civilian lives in harm's way no matter what we do already as a country. And yeah, as much as I'd like to say vote for Ron Paul and become a non-interventionist country where we don't fuck with the world or we don't mess with it at all. That's not going to (laughs) happen, unfortunately. And by the way, it's not any kind of Illuminati or secret society that's making that not happen. You know who's making that not happen? You and me, the citizens. Because I tell you right now, if the majority of citizens could get together and vote for Ron Paul or Gary Johnson or the next third party person that actually believes in anti-war sort of legislation and policy, it would happen. But the problem is, is the Illuminati, the secret society, or your own stupidity, and when I say you, I'm not talking to you, the listener who's listening to this podcast, I mean generally the American population, you've been convinced that the third party will not win. So you are already automatically in your head, don't vote for them. And the third party never gets any kind of love or significant kind of voting base to make it actually be respected. As soon as that happens, watch things change in this country. And until that happens, I'll be sitting in my backyard smoking, laughing, doing podcasts about how it ain't going to change and it ain't nobody's fault except you if you ain't voting or if you're voting for the wrong person. Because as I've said and proudly still do at this moment, I didn't vote for Donald Trump in this last presidency. Now, I was stumping for him online. I was supporting him in other ways, but I didn't vote for him because I know that the third party is the right choice. It's about time they had some love and got some power. That's real power to the people. And until you're voting for the third party, I don't want to hear nothing you got to say. Well, all right, I'm going to take that back. I want to hear what you have to say if you want to hear what I have to say too and we're actually listening to each other. But oftentimes, as I found online with the recent post about how we should abolish the NSA, which has over a $50 billion budget and end the homelessness problem here in America. If we could take that $50 billion, let's, you know what? Here, here, here's the real shit. Let's not even abolish the NSA. Let's reduce their budget by half and put that into ending homelessness here in America. That's real change anybody can believe in and get behind because there is no negatives to that. Nobody loses jobs in the NSA. Yeah, they might have to take pay cuts, but come on. If you're working for the NSA, that's already some grimy shit. All right? I don't like that. (laughs) Not to say the NSA doesn't have its uses, okay? But ultimately, the NSA is the most invasive, unconstitutional organization in power or in service we have in America. So at the very least, we need to reduce that budget by a lot, in my opinion. 
and put it towards things that actually would help us. Now, a lot of people argue with me and say the homelessness here in America, they don't want to stand up for themselves or they don't want to work or they don't want to make a better life for themselves. They choose to be homeless. That's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Those people are out there and they're going to be out there no matter what. But I think the majority of homeless people are not that way because they chose to. They're that way because they have a serious issue either mentally, spiritually, or economically. Sometimes people get themselves into so much debt or they get themselves into debt with the wrong organization and they find themselves homeless for a little bit. That's terrible. Everybody's seen Pursuit of Happiness with Will Smith. They know that's based on a real story. Was that guy choosing to be homeless? No. So... I want to say, in my personal opinion, that's actually most often the case out there. Now, if we can give those people about 20 billion in general around the United States, that's going to help everybody. That's going to help them. That's going to help their neighbors. And that's going to help the town and state that they're in. Why can't we get together for that? But somehow people can get together for Hillary Clinton. That's messed up. That's backwards. That's the Illuminati. That's the secret society working their magic, working their propaganda tools, and it works. If you voted for Hillary Clinton, I'm sorry, you fell for it. You fucked up. And it's all right. I've fucked up too. I haven't always believed in what is actually real and right politically or otherwise. Generally, I've felt like I've always been pretty right, but there were times in my life, especially when I was younger, where I was more conservative than I am today. I don't believe in that anymore. I'm quite liberal, but I'm also a liberal who believes in using words like libtard or conservatard. Don't censor my speech. Anyway, we had a real passionate podcast for this one, huh? <laughs> How far are we into it? I've, I've actually gotten so into recording this, I, don't, uh, I didn't pay attention. So we're about 22 minutes in. You know how I feel. I've actually gotten more real on this podcast than I have in ones in the past. And actually, I kind of like that. If you just want some, I don't know, friendly dude to tell you what you want to hear. I mean, that podcast is out there. And I even have episodes that are somewhat like that. But if you want someone who's going to tell you the truth, who's going to be real with you. If you were sitting in my backyard right now with me and we were talking about this, this is how I'd be with you. This is a real pal. And that's what we need in 2019. We don't need some fake shit. We don't need some phony shit. We got enough of that. And I love fake and phony shit when it's there for a good reason. I mean, I listen to Britney Spears. I listen to Lady Gaga. In some ways, that's fake. But in a lot of ways, it's not. So, anyway. <laughs> Let's get off Anon and Borders for a little while. And let's talk about music something I love talking about more than anything actually and on this podcast we always come back to that because most of the topics and stuff we talk about in this podcast based around music lately I've been thinking about how in this podcast I've talked about being a sort of witch or someone who conducts magic did you know when you listen to a song that's somewhat magic In ancient depictions of sorcerers or witches, they would almost always use auditory tools or auditory incantations. So when you listen to a song, it is sort of like magic. And if there's any evidence to the fact, it's that people will gather in the hundreds, if not the thousands, and sometimes millions 
to celebrate listening to these sounds in the unison or combination that they do. That's magic. How is it people got people to go from their regular path of working and enjoying television or visiting family to go watch a music festival or see a music concert? That's somewhat of a magic spell if you ask me. Now, television is a spell too. Oftentimes online or in music, they say throw away your television or at least practice unplugging. I like my television. I love my music. I ain't plugging. I ain't unplugging from shit. <laughs> and I think part of being an adult is making that choice, knowing that not everything is good for you, but also not allowing yourself to be weak and finding the enjoyment and positivity in it and teaching others to do the same. Television is a sort of spell, and I think the best example of that, sort of in a synchronous way actually, is to tell you about this one of my favorite shows, The Magicians. I think I've talked about The Magicians on this podcast before. It's an original sci-fi show. You can find it on Netflix or on sci-fi.com, I think. The Magicians is literally about people who practice fictional magic, meaning they wave their hands in a certain way and move their fingers and things happen magically. A ball gets moved up in the air and goes through a basketball hoop as if Michael Jordan uh, had been shooting it. Which, by the way, as someone who's practiced magic and witchcraft, that never happens. (laughs) Not to my knowledge, anyway. Um, But anyway, it's a great show. It's fun. I uh, find it very entertaining. And because of this, in its own magic spell-like way, it keeps me coming back. I actually turned it on the other night and watched it for probably the fourth or fifth time I've seen this whole series. That's insane. Like, that's kind of crazy that I keep coming back to it and finding it so entertaining, but it's just that good. And I don't know what anybody would want other than that in a favorite TV show, movie, or song. What more could you want besides to keep wanting to coming back? What more could you want besides finding something good and wanting more of it? Now, once again, I think this is kind of a common theme in this podcast. Find what you like, find what's good, and come back to it, as we discussed in earlier episodes and even earlier in this podcast. Find what's good, find a good source, and keep coming back to it. And when you find like-minded people who like the same stuff as you, go around them, because they're more than likely going to point you to some cool stuff. My friend uh, Coco, man, he always gives me good music my old friend who I haven't talked to a while Abe always had good music uh, my friend uh, John or Taco I always give him good music and sometimes he points me to some good music I love trap music and I might not have found out about EDM style trap music if not for Taco isn't that awesome that I have someone who's a friend that I could say oh yeah they turned me on to this and now it's a big part of my life and I turn people on to it and they love it too that's beautiful. If demons and angels are real, that's how they work. They're not some kind of mystical figure that appears to people when they're under some certain psychedelic or drug state, even though I'm, I'm a believer of that too. But I'm more of a believer that if angels and demons are real, they're transmuted and transmitted through certain styles of music and certain ways of just being. Being a Christian is all of sort of like being angelic. If you're a true Christian, you are an angel to this world. You are like Jesus on earth. Whether Jesus was real or not, which I've discussed before, I believe he was a real person. You are Jesus on earth if you're a true, real Christian. But 
Being a true real Christian is not easy. Jesus didn't have an easy life. Now, we're human, so we live differently than Jesus, and I think being Christian as a human probably rewards you more than it did Jesus because part of being Jesus-like, at least according to the Bible, was that all his acts and everything he did was not really for his own reward. So being human, I think we definitely get rewarded more in being Christian-like or at least angelic. But the idea is that you should try to be good unto this world. You should try to be the best you can be. Um, Once again, and I guess I should put it out on this podcast, like I've done rituals, I've done certain styles of magic and witchcraft, and sometimes with not so great or good forces, by the way. But I can confidently and truly tell everybody, which I've announced online already, that any sort of magic or ordeals or deals that I've entered into with forces or spirits that were not ultimately or at least halfway here to do good and have purpose in doing good unto the world, I've renounced. I've denounced them all. So I myself am purely sort of an angel to this world. I am angelic. Now, I can be devilish. I can channel inner demons and other demons if I need to and when I want to, but generally I don't. (laughs) And I love being able to say that because you know why? That's proof that you can throw yourself into the most satanic, evil sort of places in your own life and drag yourself back out of it. That whole American idea by pulling yourself up by your bootstraps. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps there, young lad. There's some truth to that. So I don't care where you've been or what you've been through. I don't care how evil or terrible you think you are. It's never too late to turn it around. And in some ways, that, would, that is what the Jesus story is all about. Think about it. They put him up on a cross. They criticized him and said all kinds of mean shit to him. They literally killed him through starvation and just slowly bleeding to death. But he just kept coming back and being Jesus. That's what the Jesus idea is all about. And the last thing I want to put on here is for any of the hip-hop fans out there, (laughs) sort of a lesser uh, kind of Jesus is T.I., T.I. is a great rapper. He's been through a lot of grimy shit. Uh, Been brought up on weapons charges when he had made it big already. And to my knowledge, has never really done some busta shit. So um, not that I idolize idolize him, but I definitely think he's somebody you could admire if uh, you want to admire somebody in the hip-hop rap community. And I remember once on an interview years ago, T.I. talked about how the moon does what the moon does. The moon's up in the sky every day, changing through its phases, being bright as fuck, going through the harvest moon, doing solar eclipses, all this amazing shit. The wolves, dogs, and whatever lesser creatures on earth might howl at the moon day in and night out, but guess what? The moon ain't changing. Not according to the wolves or dogs or lesser creatures that howl on the earth. The moon's gonna do what the moon does eternally. And that's why one of my primary nature deities is the moon much like the sun it's going to be doing what it does till the end of time no matter what influences whether they be earthly heavenly or from hell the moon and the moon and the sun are going to do much the same they always have and we as creatures on earth will be doing the same thanks for listening to the podcast everybody i'm so happy i got to do this again once again i hope you check out more we're on anchor 
and we'll always be on anchor we're also on other platforms we got taken off of spotify for copyright infringement i think but whatever it doesn't matter if you want to get a hold of this you can i hope you do thanks for tuning in and like i said reach out for more pals in your pocket or at piyp